Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Thursday, June 10th, and we are here to try to answer your financial questions, try to walk you through the dim forest of what could be your fears, your anxieties about your money. Maybe you don't feel that at all. Maybe you're just happy and you want another set of eyes or two sets of eyes on your financial plans. If you have a question, just send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Okay, Nancy is 65 years old, and she says she's trying to ease into retirement. She said, I went on Social Security at the beginning of this year, mostly due to increased family responsibilities that occurred after the pandemic or amid the pandemic. She said, I cut my hours down to 15 hours per week in order to stay under the annual cap. So that's a cap that has to do with claiming Social Security benefits before your your full retirement age. The cap is lifted once you do get to the full retirement age. So she says it's next year, starting in 2022, I will be able to work as much as I want without the cap. Her expenses are less than $1,500 a month. I have no retirement and five grand in savings, half cash, half stocks, mutual funds, and exchange traded funds. I plan on continuing to work indefinitely until I can't stand it anymore. They were recently bought out by a large national corporation as such. The new corporation is allowing us to get into their 401k. They match 50 cents for each dollar we contribute up to 6%. I'm thinking it's not advisable to leave money on the table, but I've calculated my expenses carefully. I live frugally. I don't have a lot of wiggle room until next year. I also have debt, a car loan at 2%. Despite the debt, I am an avid saver. Should I sign up for the new 401k? First of all, I don't think you have enough money in general, five grand in savings. I wouldn't have any money in stocks, mutual funds, or exchange traded funds, unless you've left a zero out for some reason. You have $5,000 in savings, half in cash, half in stocks. I wish you were, I hope it's 50,000, but if it's five, I want that all to be in cash. Maybe it's a typo. If it's 5000 as written, then I want all the money to be in cash, and I want you to keep putting money in cash, and then next year, when your cash flow allows, you can use your 401k. That's it. And you can go up to 6%. But that number of money, that, that amount in your savings has got to be more. If I'm wrong, if we are wrong, and we're reading this the wrong way, please let us know. Karen says, I have many questions to ask. And I want to go over a current financial situation that might be for another day. Question at hand. We live in Washington state where 
starting in January of next year, there will be a mandatory payroll tax for long-term care. Huh. One can opt out, but there is a short window to do this, and you've got to prove that you have obtained private insurance. This is wild. I didn't know, I didn't know anything about this. My husband has retired. He uh, receives minimal Social Security. I'm still working. I'll be 65 in January. The way the state plan is going to work is that there is a vesting period, and ultimately, I will not qualify for this insurance, but I will have to pay into it unless I opt out. At my age, it appears long-term care is very expensive. I don't know where to even look for a good policy. Do you have any recommendations or thoughts or whether to just bite the bullet and pay into the fund, which is 470 bucks a year? I'm guessing the reason that they will not be eligible, I wonder, I'm guessing, is that they probably have too much money, in which case just pay into the fund. Don't go get long-term care. Long-term care is very expensive for you. And I need to know more about your whole situation, but my guess is that you're just going to have to bite the bullet. So this is a question from Sally. I've always believed that having a savings account is more important than paying off smaller debt with lower interest rates. Now I'm at a crossroads. All right. She makes $130,000 and she got into graduate school and the student loan cost for graduate school is about 55 grand. So she has been approved for a federal direct unsubsidized loan and a grad school loan that's like 4.3 and 5.3%. She has a mortgage of $278,000. The house is worth 395. The mortgage is at 3.75%. She says, I've got a car loan at 3.74%. I owe $22,000. She has a 0% credit card from Home Improvements, $26,000. She says, I've got four more years to pay it off with no interest. A savings account has $55,000, which is about 10 months of living expenses. She says, I have retirement investments totaling $285,000 between 401ks, Roth IRAs, brokerage, HSA, and a tiny bit in crypto. I'm 35, no kids, and I'm engaged. What would your advice be? I enjoy putting most of my money to retirement accounts, so this debt hurts a bit. So she's got all this debt. She's going to graduate school in the fall, and she says uh, she wants to know, really, should she just take the money that she has in her savings and pay off the car loan and get a student loan? Two things. While you still have a job, refinance your mortgage. How about that? Let's start right there. Refinance your mortgage. Go grab thirty grand from that mortgage because you have enough equity. So while you still have a job, just refinance and get a 30-year loan. And I bet the rate drops. Get 30 grand from there. With the 30 grand, first of all, pay off the $22,000 car loan. It'll It'll essentially be replacing one debt with another debt, but it's all in one place and you have a longer loan, fine. Get rid of that, okay? I really don't think she should blow out of the savings account. But whatever you have in a brokerage account, once, you know, this year your income's going to go down. So sell what's in your brokerage account, pay the tax that's due. And then what you're going to do is put that money that you sell, put it down towards the credit card. You know, even though it's 0%, it's going to be hard for you to pay that off unless you get it going. I think that you have to be very careful here. I don't think you should be dipping into your savings account, especially at a time where you're going to essentially have no income. So no, Mm -mm. I think that that's it. 
are you are you on board with it, Mark, or not? Yeah, you got to take out loans for a grad school. Big deal. Mark says, hopefully your degree gets you a nice bump in pay. Yeah. I mean, I hope. I hope so. Good luck, Sally. This is a note from Keith, whose message is, I need to vent. A co-worker with the U.S. government has been putting away $19,000 into thrift savings plan. I think they're investing too conservatively, but comfortable for them. Our current expense ratio for all government investment funds ranges from a half to 0.68%. Yes, the expense ratio was lower a while back, but this is the current range of expense ratios. They, this is the coworker, recently visited an insurance agent from a major insurance company who said, lower your contributions to the TSP and quote unquote, invest with the good hands insurance agent. The agent used fear as a sales technique, telling my coworker they would not be able to retire until they were 75. I would assume now, since the Good Hands Insurance agent was successful in getting them to lower their contributions down to 13000 giving the Good Hands agent six grand, they are now set for retirement before age 75, obviously dripping with sarcasm there. Anything I have said from just continuing to use the TSP and decide between the traditional, the Roth, whatever... Basically, this guy has said, I've tried everything, but this agent really was able to use fear. This is not new, Keith. And you know, I know you're just venting. I know you want to just try to do the best for your your friend. But here's the thing, everyone listening. Most of the time, when you have somebody who is so forceful and is going to fear, you can very quickly get to the core issue. And that is, are you a fiduciary? Are you good hands insurance agent? Are you actually obligated to put my needs first? I'm sorry that you have to watch that. It sucks to actually watch people have to go through these periods. It really does. And so we would, we would encourage you to do your best and then you got to let this person do what that person's going to do, right? All right, Christopher, last note of the day. The subject, change fire to fiero. Oh, I love that. Jill and Mark, I believe that fire, financial independence, retire early, should be changed to fiero. Just like my first car that I paid cash for in 1991. That's great. Fiero stands for financial independence enables retirement options. Mark, do you like that more than fine financial independence new endeavor? Fine is a little, but I like Fiero because you're on Fiero. I like that one too. Christopher says that he retired from the Marine Corps after 26 years of service back in October. Since then, I've helped my brother remodel his home, helped my dad with his house, spend time with my mom. I'm 45 years old. I really don't want to get a real job. I also recently earned my teach English as a foreign language, started volunteering teaching English, and it has been so rewarding. Why would I want to work 40 plus hours a week? I've been smart with my money. I've not had a car payment since 2005. I say this as not having a car payment for 16 years has enabled me to have the financial freedom to retire early. Thanks for all you and Mark do, Christopher. Mark, I got to tell you something. I'm writing down Fiero. I think it's a possibility. Pontiac. Does Pontiac exist as a brand? I don't believe so. I think it's dead. Let me look at this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's kind of cute. Um, the Pontiac Fiero, by the way, is cute. 
It was called the Cheaper Corvette. It was a project that lasted 20 years. So it's like the poor man's Corvette, and it, it sounds like it would broke down a lot. So that's not so good. Christopher, I like your change to fire. I like Fiero. Guys, we're going to have to vote on this. Is it fine? Because fine also sounds kind of wimpy, Mark, when you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, it's not like the fine movement sounds like kind of, mm, Fiero sounds like it's got power. So here are your choices so far. Fine, financial independence, new endeavor. That's true. Fiero, let's see, I'm, I'm writing this down because I actually have a piece of paper that I do this on. Okay, Fiero is financial independence enables retirement options. That's more for the people who really just maybe want to do nothing. As opposed to new endeavor sounds like you're still working. You're doing something else, though. I don't know. I love this whole idea. Let us know what you think. That's it. That's the program. It's Jill on Money. Whatever you vote, Fiero, fine. If you've got a different idea, just let us know. Send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Do me a favor and lift somebody up today. Don't forget to think about this mantra for 2021 on this program. Grit, growth, grace. Have a little gratitude, too. Okay. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. 